Do you feel that there's someone in your life that you must constantly give praise to and make them feel good about themselves all the time? Do you feel like you have to validate them all the time and do certain things for them all the time? Because if you don't, you don't know how they might feel, what they might think, what they might say to you. You don't want to hurt their feelings. You don't want to have to deal with any conflict. You just feel like you got to keep giving of yourself to this person in ways that perhaps are a little different from other relationships that you have. If any of this resonates and if you want to dive into the narcissist and empath dance and conversation, then stay tuned for today's episode. I'm Lita Sportel, licensed psychotherapist and functional health practitioner, and I'm here to share with you mind, body, spirit, inspirations, practical steps, and life-changing tools to help you break free. So you don't have to spend the amount of time, money, and effort that I did to save my own life and to create the life that I always dreamed of. It was a couple decades ago that the doctors told me I had three to six months to live. And yes, it took a terminal cancer diagnosis for me to wake up to the miracles that are really possible. I not only healed myself and broke free from what was holding me back, but I also found my place in the world, my calling, my purpose. I created the whole Wellness Method show and podcast to share with you the tips, tools, and topics that can help you do the same. If you're a sensitive soul, empath, introvert, healer, coach, people pleaser, or perfectionist who's looking to break free and heal, define your vision and create your purpose so that you can inspire others while making money, then you're in the right place. Let's get started. Let's talk about the narcissist. I I want to use a little bit of what Dr. Orloff is saying because I think she's really on point and and we don't need to reinvent the you know the definitions and the conversations that she's having so narcissists act as if the world revolves around them they have an inflated sense of importance and entitlement that word entitlement is interesting. When you reflect on different relationships in your life uh, and, and that energy that they have that could be exactly that word. Only you watching can feel into what I'm saying right now, right? So um, tune into your gut tuning into your heart and see what how that feels. They need to be the center of attention and require endless praise. Mm. Which as empaths, we're really, really good at providing. That's an understatement. <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. Um, yeah, we, empaths, I mean, we're just, we're wired to always consider the other, you know, and how can I help this person? I'm sure I can. I have so much love in me. I can do this. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And it's like, sometimes we know exactly what to say because we sense what's going on with them at a deeper level, but we don't see what's blinding us at, at the same time. That, yep. if that makes sense. <laughs> it does. And so it's interesting for, for you guys watching again, think of that. Do you feel with certain people in your, in your, you know, environment that you need to, you feel that need to constantly praise them? So just examine that. You must compliment them to get their approval. So deep down, we're feeling that. We're feeling that if I don't compliment you, either with words or, or with actions or with actually doing things, acts of, act of service, or whatever form it is that I help you, I compliment you, I praise you, I put you at the center of, of my world, whatever you need putting you first and what you think is right, me being like, I don't know, whatever you want, whatever it is in whatever form it shows up. Could it be that it, we are intuitively feeling that they need our approval constantly and, and for us to be approved of them, we need to be giving these things. It's interesting because it's a perfect mirrored reflection um, it's the same energy showing up in different ways. Exactly. Um, and I think that's oftentimes what's missing in this conversation of the narcissist and the empath. Um, Can you tell us more on that? Because that's really good. I, f I mean, and I'm going to just talk about astrology for one second. Yeah. Venus is in Libra. And this is a big topic, I think, going on right now just because Venus is in Libra. And it's all about balance in relationships. Um, equality in relationships mm -hmm. and um, looking at the other, looking at how you're showing up in those relationships and how that person's showing up in your, in, in the relationship. And oftentimes we are very um, quick to say they're doing this and they're doing that. And we fall into like a victim state mentality um, or we play a bit of a martyr role. Mm -hmm. Like, well, they've had it much worse than I've had it. Um, I'll just keep, you know, beating myself and making sure I'm giving what they need. Um, when it's like, what, if, what if it's not them needing, needing that, um, attention, needing that confirmation that they're loved. It's you yeah. needing that confirmation that you are loved and you're seeing it in that other person and you want to give it to them because you, you you have that void inside of you and you're just not able to do it for yourself in, the, in that time and you're seeking to do it through another person. Yep, exactly. I love the way you described it and um, it's a lot of people miss that, that it's a, a approval that we're both seeking, the empath and the narcissist in this dance. We're both dancing for approval and we're, keep dancing. Can you give me more? Can you give me more approval? Do you approve of me? Do you approve of me? The narcissist is going about this very differently. It's through praise, through compliments, through putting them um, as center of attention and a few other things I'm going to read. The empath is going about it as you are my God. You are my idol. You are on the pedestal. How can I help? What can I do? I'm down here, you are up here, which the narcissist loves. It's like, exactly, yep, you're right, I am up here. 
you are down here. Keep praising me. And the empath is, yes, you are up here. I am down here. I'm going to keep praising you. No problem. Let's keep going. Right. So, and if I see that that is having a positive effect on you, that oddly enough fills me up. Like if I see that if I have you up here and I'm down here and I give you some something to make you feel even better about yourself. Meanwhile, I'm still, you know, down here. If they're like, oh, bing, they, they lit me up, then I'm lit up for just a second. Right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> a quick word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by the program Break Free Empaths, a 21-day online program created for empaths by empaths. This program was born from a collaboration of the minds and hearts of Gilly Henson and myself, Lita Sportel. We each found ourselves at many points in our lives in the midst of struggle and confusion, living in a world that has long mislabeled empaths as being overly sensitive, shy, or aloof people. It had become apparent that the labels once placed on us were outdated and actually not accurate. We both realized that the time had now come for compassion to rise up and to no longer see our intuitive abilities and sensitivities as a weakness, but as a much-needed strength in this world. This online course is designed to help sensitive, intuitive, compassionate souls like you break free from labels, emotions, and beliefs that no longer serve you and bring unity to your gifts. We're bringing our combined experience, tools, and practical steps to empower empaths to show up as they are and who they are. Not sure if you are an empath? Take the free online quiz to find out if you are an empath and to what degree and to see if the program Break Free Empaths is your next step towards the brave new you. Now let's get back to the episode. I love that you brought that up. It's those hormones of um, the, the chemicals, the, the addiction that we're addicted to those chemicals of approval. Dr. Joe Dispenza describes this beautifully in the movie, What the Bleep Do We Know, ex explains these molecules of emotions that we're addicted to physically. Because in that moment that he's like, he, she, whatever, the narcissist is like feeling that I love you so much. You're my everything or you know, in whatever form they're feeling filled up in their approval bucket, that moment we're like, I'm so loved. Right. I feel the approval. And then those chemicals, those molecules of emotions come into our bodies and they're like, ah, I'm safe. I'm loved. I like that. Yeah. I'm safe. That is exactly the feeling. I'm safe now. Yeah. I've experienced that. I said he, because I was, I was thinking of an intimate relationship I was in for four years. That was really, it, it was, it was like this, like it was a pretty, pretty clear dance of, of these dynamics that I'm describing. I've seen it with girlfriends. I've seen it with lots of uh, other relationships and it takes a few years to experience it again and again and again and again and again and again and then you're like hmm haven't learned this yet or am I still dancing this way right yeah. absolutely I'm same here Lita same yeah. here again and again and again and my most recent one was a was a work relationship mm -hmm. it was very what I felt was very abusive but I didn't really totally understand it at the time Now I have a way better insight into it, 
but I couldn't see it at the time. And, and, and like, that's another thing, be gentle with yourself and yes. try not to, to blame yourself or hold judgment on yourself. It's just, they're learning experiences and they're tough and getting out of them is tough enough. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be in kind of a, a weird emotional state for a while. So if you're in it now or you're getting out of it, don't whip yourself. Um, no. That's the last thing you need to do right now. Yeah, I think awareness is the first step. And then there's gentleness, right? Mm-hmm. So awareness of, oh my goodness, yeah, I am seeing these patterns. Oh, oops, yeah, I. that's happening right now. And maybe we don't recognize it right away. Maybe it takes a certain, to, for things to get to a certain really painful moment to be like, what's happening here? What the heck? Um, maybe we see it right away. For most of us, we can't possibly see it unless it's it's been in, in our face for a little bit of time. It's like the dance, we've been dancing enough where it's like right here. Yeah. And we've we've pushed our self-esteem down, really down, really down, like to the point where at some point we burst and we're like, enough is enough. Right. Yeah, for me it had to, it wasn't even me saying it's enough. It's me just basically being ran over and yep. trampled on and then feeling like, why me? Yeah. <laughs> why this? And, and playing that role of martyr and victim instead of becoming empowered. Like this is the point of the conversation to become empowered yes. in these relationships and not to just push them away and like, ah, no, no, no. It's like, okay, how do I show up now? How can I show up in future relationships? Yes. I, and I love that you brought up the fact that it wasn't you that ended uh, that relationship it was them or they completely took advantage of you like the title of the the question is like they just walked all over you and then they left you um that's happened to me multiple times in my intimate relationship I saw it so clearly that I found the strength to leave it but guess what after that yes my intimate relationships were after that they, they healed and I found my husband married my husband but other relationships hadn't fully brought closure in that topic for me. So I, I, I was going to experience this in other ways that I did not see. Right. Yeah. There was no way. And, and even people who would see it and would tell me, I was like, no, you guys are wrong. It's funny. Yeah. How you do that, huh? yeah. Funny, sad. <laughs> <laughs> it's, part, it's part of the journey. It is. <laughs> But the message we're trying to convey is to not be hard on yourselves when you do find yourself in this situation. Um, to be like, you know what, it is part of divine timing mm-hmm. that I am to to experience this so I can really master self-love. Really, it comes down to that. Because if I don't master self-love, I'm going to keep finding myself in, in dance situations with stuff like that until I really learn it and I learn how to dance in the most loving way. Thank you for listening to another episode of the whole Wellness Method show. I really appreciate you being here. I hope you enjoyed it and I hope it provided you with insights, ahas and practical steps. You will find all the links mentioned in this episode in the show notes, so be sure to check those out. 
Also, if you found this episode helpful and you can think of other people who might benefit from this, please share it with them. You can even take a screenshot of this episode and then post it in your social media or in your Instagram stories and tag me. I would love to connect with you there. And I would also love it if you go and rate this show, the whole Wellness Method show, and you give us also a review that will tell the podcast algorithm that people are enjoying this show and it will help us rank higher, which means more people can find these conversations and we can create a bigger ripple effect together. See you next time.